0: Thanks for listening to another life-transforming message from the team here at C3 Southwest Washington. To find out more about our church, visit C3SWWA.com.
1: We're enjoying a very special weekend, and the weekends to come are all about family. And we've decided to really switch some things up. Because why not, right? I mean, in 2020, we get to switch things up, and everybody's like, oh, it's just a new change. So we're going to be having a different speaker in every single gathering, and in some cases, we will be having multiple speakers and multiple gatherings now if you want to stay for every single gathering live or if you want to tune in online we'll do our best to make sure we stream the 9:15. we'll try to stream the 11 o'clock eventually we'll get all of the messages up but if you're here you experience a message live you're able to go home later on at some point and watch the other gatherings so we have approximately 12 different speakers this month preaching right here to you on the topic of family so give the lord a big hand for that it's pretty cool um, I did want to let you know, just in term of uh, family, I just really want to pay my respects. What a great, great church family we have. I mean, just demonstrated here this morning, those of you who I can see, those of you who I can't, but just thinking about every single one of our speakers, listening to them this morning, uh, from Jennifer starting things off, just I love the passion, I love the commitment, I love the emotion. We're emotional beings, we celebrate, we're excited about what's going on. To be able to pray and watch Val and Barbara, what a great, great Pushing on behalf of the church, Uh, Jordan. I don't know where he went. Jordan, Jordan, that was for a guy who doesn't believe he doesn't really want to preach. That was awesome. That was incredible. That's really, really, really good stuff. Um, And just, just love you, our church family. I just, I did want to say this is a season where not only are we pushing into the family, and every one of these topics will impact you on a different level. There could be a message like this morning that's really geared at grandparents but don't lose sight if you're not a grandparent of how that still applies to you. I was mentioning to our team this morning that uh, Bowden walked in and he came over and began to dialogue with me. He said, hey, Pastor Steve, Pastor Steve, look at my necklace. I made this at my cousin's church. And we began to have a dialogue and it's because he walks in and this is his family. We've always tried to live our life as a church family where we're family. It's not the kids over there and someday you'll become a part of us, but our children are a part of our church family regardless of age, right? And so you Young and old, we, we really strive to live as a family, to serve as a family, and operate as a family. And one of the things that's really interesting about this season, we said at the beginning of this year, that we believe as a family uh, that this year we really need to pursue after a, a a home base, a place to call home, a place where we can gather on Sundays. For the in, since the inception of our church family, we have been setting up and tearing down and meeting in schools, and that has been wonderful. I was out in the uh, trailer the other day. And knowing that the initial stages of mobility was the responsibility of Paige Ackler, and his mapping systems and his his uh, ability to lead teams, and then that handed off later to Josh and Trish, I stood in the trailer, beholding glory, cases with pictures and diagrams and uh, at, um, uh, environments where pictures were taken, and I had to I had to pause for a second and say. Behold. (laughs) This is incredible. I know so many churches that have, where their pastors have visited our church family and have remarked every single time how amazing that is. Now, 2020-2021 has thrown some unexpected things into the mix. And we'd be a fool not to recognize those things. And so we said at the beginning of the year, we're going to throw all things on the table because if getting into a permanent facility means that we can be able to flip the lights on and do ministry and not have to spend two and a half hours setting up and an hour tearing down and the crew of 50 people that that takes, knowing that we will come out of 2020-21 and reestablishing just the basics of ministry, having a gathering like we were doing this morning it's probably gonna be incredibly valuable to have a place, a facility, a building to call our own. And so I've told you everything's on the table. Well, back in January, a property came up on the table the, that went to market that's an actual church facility. And we began to go looking at it, negotiating, having dialogue, seeing if it would work. And I mentioned last Sunday that we we're gonna be taking our leadership team to go and look at this property to do a walkthrough. And we certainly did that. Now there's a long list of check boxes. This works, this works, this works, maybe this doesn't. Desirables, things that we're looking for. And that property checked almost every single one of those boxes. Now admittedly, like purchasing any home, not every home is gonna check every box. But leaning into that with our board and our leadership team, we feel like that this is a property that could work really, really well for us. I say all that just to say to you, we've begun the process of negotiating directly with this property, the property owners, and they have responded in like kind, okay? now. The reason why I won't give you all the details is because ultimately our board has to make that decision. And as we make a decision, there'll be a window of time to bring you all together to walk through, to have dialogue so that you can share concerns, ask questions. But do me a favor, be praying this week, okay? Because as negotiations go, that negotiation is going to heat up and it's going to be pressed in. And I honestly believe we have a strong possibility for the first time in a decade of owning our own property. Amen? So that's good stuff. Okay, so with that, uh, we have so many topics coming up this month, and you guys probably need to hit that reset the timer because I've used a few moments of our speaker's time. (laughs) But of all the people that we could ever have to start off our series on family, and I mean this with all sincerity, there would be none greater to be able to speak to you about how to lead a family than Pastor Rowena Parrish. I I I have observed Rowena in every context of dating, of courtship, of early marriage, life without kids, life with small children, life with teenagers, life with adult children living at home, (laughs) life with adult children who have left home but are coming back occasionally, (laughs) grandchildren, and now grandchildren that are getting older. There has never been a moment when I haven't thought, wow, that's amazing. I take my notes from the scriptures and from Rowena on how to parent anything I've accomplished in parenting has been certainly instructed by her. And if I were you, and I am one of you, I'll be taking notes this morning. Give Pastor Rowena a big Rowena a big hand as she comes.
0: Thank you. Nice Thank you. Well, hello. Let me get a little situated here. It is good to be with you all, isn't it? So wonderful to be in God's house together. It is. Oh, there is nothing like it. It's nothing like being with. People of like faith, people who you love, people who you respect, people who you do life with. Um, And I just appreciate all of you. And just echoing what Pastor Steve said, the people that shared today, what a rich fountain (laughs) that just overflowed. (laughs) Is that right? Overflowing this morning. Um, So there is something that we could all walk away with today after hearing everybody just share that nugget of truth. It's just, that's, that's awesome. Awesome. Um, so with me, um, let's see. Today, I get to um, kind of launch out on talking about being intentional grandparent. And if I get emotional during this time, forgive me. <laughs> it is just something that is dear to my heart. I and well, I guess, who who am I kidding? Right? I'm getting emotional about anything, <laughs> so no biggie. Um, but especially no one. You know, we I heard. Oh, wait till you're a grandparent. Wait till you're a grandparent. It's like so. What happens when you're a grandparent? And then you become a grandparent, and then your whole world is turned upside down. And no one has to tell you. It just happens, and, and you can't control yourself, really. <laughs> it's just all about them and um, it's wonderful though because now I look at it as God said you know you were a parent and you were had challenges at that point and you were just young and you didn't know any better you did the best you could but then you're a grandparent you get a second chance (laughs) so it's like yes those things oh yeah and that's why it's like and then you hear you hear adults say, yeah, my mom wasn't like that when I was a kid. I, I hear that a lot from my my sisters watching, you know, my mom with their grandkids. And now I understand why. <laughs> it's like, you have time. You're chill. It's like, oh, that's not a big deal. No problems. No worries. Um, so I am just excited about being able to share being intentional grandparent. And I'm going to have you stand with me because I know you've been Sitting for a few, just going to stretch your legs out. And I'm going to take our scripture from the book of Psalm, chapter 78, verses 1 through 7. And it's uh, written by Asaph, who is a worship leader, songwriter. So it is beautiful, and it says, "Oh, my people, listen to my instructions. Open your ears to what I am saying.' For I will speak to you in a parable. I will teach you hidden lessons from our past, stories we have heard and known, stories our ancestors handed down to us. We will not hide these truths from our children. We will tell the generation about the glorious deeds of the Lord, about his power And his mighty wonders. For he issued his law to Jacob. He gave his instructions to Israel. He commanded. He didn't ask. He commanded (laughs) our ancestors. Oh, let me see. To teach them to their children. So the next generation might know them. Even the children not yet born. So God, he has a plan. And he's thinking of everybody that's coming after us. And they, in turn, will teach their own children. So each generation should set its hope anew on God, not forgetting his glorious miracles and obeying his command. So each generation should set its hope anew on God, So that tells me that every time I begin to share my experience, my faith, what I know of God, it's new and it should be exciting so that when you get to tell your children, your children's children, your neighbors, whoever you are expressing your faith, there should be every time you share, there should be an excitement that comes out because it's like, Whoa, I forgot about that. Let me tell you what God did for me. And there is just, and because of your excitement, it catches and it makes an imprint, an impression, an influence in their life. So today, before, as, we, as we open our ears and get, get into God's word, and I get to just share a little bit of what I have learned. The intentional grandparent is intentionally present, intentionally fun. How many about fun? Yeah. Is intentionally instructional and intentionally disciples. And again, you don't have to be a grandparent. Take these truths and apply them to whoever is following you. If you look back, you'll see someone's behind you. Even if you're a student, my city students, do you have somebody following you. You do. My little grandbabies, they love you guys. So be intentional and just share faith. God we thank you for your word. We thank you that it is living and it is active and it changes lives. God let us be intentional about whoever we are we find ourselves around the, to influence somebody for your kingdom whether it's maybe maybe it's our neighbor, maybe it's our, our grandkids, maybe it's our children, maybe it's a friend, maybe somebody that we we uh A neighbor child that we maybe play catch with. God, we are influencing a generation for you. God, let that be a passion within our heart, knowing that your word is powerful and effective and can change a, a life. God, we just thank you for opportunity of being intentional for your kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, you may be seated. Oh, Okay. So again, oh, yeah, ta-da. these are my little guys. And uh, I, I call them my babies. I know they're not my babies, but they are. They probably will always be my babies. So in, and this morning, if I reference him as my babies, this is Leslie Bell and Steve, sorry. <laughs> you are no longer my babies. <laughs> babies number one, my babies number two. Um, but these are my little guys, and there is nothing, if you are a grandparent, uh, here, I, and if you are not a grandparent, there is so much joy in that. There is nothing that, I mean, it's just unexplainable, there are not the words. Um, last Sunday, uh, I came to the Hub, and there's, uh, on a Sunday morning, and usually I'm here before the boys are here. And I knew they were going to be here, and I was excited to see them. I pulled up. I got out of my car, and I hear pounding on the door and I knew who it was and I turn around and there are my two boys and they're jumping like this and I could see their voices their mouths moving and I got into the door and they said grandma you're here and they're jumping and they're squealing yeah and we had just a little party right there and they're looking for papa so he's coming so there they go Ben, he's waiting at the door, and then I see his little legs start moving. Papa, I said, Papa here, yeah, and he's pounding on the door, and he's moving. Papa opens the door, and they all again, yeah, yeah, and there's a big party, and what's so funny is that those that are, uh, that were hosting the are at, in the lobby there, are greeting. They began to jump into, <laughs> and they said, yeah, and it was just so awesome, because they were they were just so genuinely excited to see us and it was just fun and I you know it just you know no one again no one uh I didn't know what to expect when I became a grandparent I had my kids were you know old enough they were graduating they were done they were you know some of them were getting married some of them were college and it's in my mind it's like oh I'm done now it's about me. <laughs> what am I going to get to do? What am I going to do? Let's see. And then the grandkids happened. And it's like everything that's within me is, is about them. Not because, only because they're just so cute, look at those faces, but because I recognize now there's a role that I, am going, that I play in their life. It is a God-assigned role that he says, hey, these are your little guys. What will you be doing to to just empower them, to propel them forward to become who they need to be? I know I am not mom and dad, and I know that they are the number one authority and and director and teacher in their life. But as a grandparent, I know I run, I'm second. (laughs) We're pretty close. And it's like, you know, God, give me wisdom, give me insight. Let me be a I don't even know if this is a student of them or a learner of my grandchild. I don't know if that's right. But to know them, I need to study them. I need to know what makes them tick. I need to know their body language. What is bothering them? Because God has a purpose for me to instill his word his truth into their life. So it doesn't matter if you're, not a, if you're a grandparent, not a grandparent. Whoever you find yourself around in your world that you influence at work, at home, in your neighborhood, take, take some of this and, and look for those opportunities to empower them for the kingdom of God. So let me first talk to you about being the intentional grandparent is intentionally present in 2014 a study that sounds so long ago right 2004 i read that and i said is that relevant to today i don't know the but the 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 truth there is good so i'm going to keep it <laughs> 2014 study at boston college found that an emotional emotionally close relationship between grandparent and grandchild is associated with fewer symptoms of depression for both generations. So it's like wow. So it's not not only do I do my kids benefit from what I can give to them, but I in turn am nourished. I in turn I get as much as their ex- excitements of joy for me because it's like they really love me. They care. <laughs> They're excited to see me. It's genuine. Knowing you, know, I can't pay enough you enough money to jump up and down when you see me. You know, but I don't have to pay them anything. <laughs> they they we they we both benefit. And as a, a, a as an intentional grandparent who's present, I have limited time with my grandkids due to you know schedule or distance. So being present is critical. And when they see me, they're, they're excited. And I get to be their, I don't know, their, I don't want to say hero is not the right word, but I become it's very special to them. Why? Because it's all about them. I, can, I don't have uh, responsibilities of laundry anymore. I mean, I could push those aside. But as a parent, I know that it's hard to make that time for, for your kids, but as a grandparent, you're able to make specific time and push chores aside and be intentional about being with them. So whoever you're around, know that you know you are can be an influencer in their life. But just by just spending time with them, by just talking to them, by just texting, by just picking up a phone and saying, "Hey, I was thinking about you today. How are you doing?" And it doesn't doesn't take much. Just being present and realizing you know, the importance of what you have to offer. Um, Isaiah 46.4, it says, I will be your God throughout your lifetime until your hair is white with age. I made you, I will care for you. I will carry you along and save you. So that lets me know that whatever I need, God is going to prepare me as a grandparent. He gives me the tools I need and he, he makes me to be what my grandkids need me to be. So an intentional grandparent is also intentionally fun. Woo! <laughs> do I like going out in the snow? No, I do not. I do not like the cold. Do I like playing in the water? No, I do not. <laughs> I like being in the shade, sitting down and just relaxing. But my grandkids want to be in the snow. We were out. Uh, I wasn't really. It was, it was Auntie Valerie and the boys. I was out there supporting. Uh, go! <laughs> but because they enjoy it, I want to go out and be with them. We have a picture of uh, during the summer, we, bought a, a, we were playing with the water hose. And Ben is just having the time of his life. And all Papa's doing is just putting the water up. And he's running it down. The water up, down, and he is having a blast. Something simple, but we are having fun. Uh, You may say, well, what do I have to offer? tell it, you know, be out there with your kids. Um, You know, find something that you can share with your grandkids. Just be open. Just be available. And whatever they want to do, if they want to go play ball, go play ball with them. If they want to sit like, uh, let's see, what was it? Friday, Ben, I was talking and he put a little ball in my hand and he sat down and he was waiting. And I forgot about him, and he walked away. And then I looked at my hand. And I said, oh, Ben, where did you go? Where did you go? Let's play ball. And he came back, and he said, and he was having just back and forth. Whatever you can find as a grandparent to have fun with your grandkids, do it. I know, Miss Chris, over there, you have. I'm assuming you still have your craft room, yes? Oh, yes. And she can a slew of crafts. That would be a grandchild's, like, playground sometime for some. Just find what you can do and pass that on to your grandkids. It doesn't have to be elaborate, but just have fun with them. Isaiah 40. Oh, uh, you have a, a special place. Our kids come in to our house, and they don't even greet me anymore. They go straight for the toy box, and it's like we're gonna play toys, Grandma. And it's like, come back over here. I need. I'd like to give you a hug. Oh, okay. So find things. I know. Um, at our house, in our, our pan, I have the bottom shelf that's just full of. Well, oh, not full. Has some snacks for the grandkids. They know they go in and they they just pull things off the shelf because they know that shelf belongs to them. When they want a blanket, I know Friday Ben was over and he wanted a blanket. He opened up one of my cupboards and both his mom and dad looked at me like, "Is that okay?" I got like, "No problem." They know that shelf is for them. They they know that they can come into our home and our place is equipped and set up for them because we want our place to be fun. We want them to be relaxed. We want them to feel like they belong. So whatever you need to do, grandma and grandpa, make your house feel like your kids are welcome, like they belong, because the more that they feel welcome and belong, then they will want to continue to come and spend time with you that you can influence their life. Uh, Psalm 94, uh, 14, no, I'm sorry, Psalm 92, 14. It says they will still bear fruit in old age That's me. (laughs) They will still stay fresh and green. So, how can I do this? I can release myself and know I can have fun. Here's a book that Ben likes to pull out. And while he's at our house, you might look at it 10 times. Have I seen? Do I know every picture? Probably by now I do. It's just a play. uh, This, I'm going to give a little. Shout out to Kieran Gihan. He, he took some pictures of planes. And this is a book he compiled and put together. And so we got a hold of one. And Ben loves this book. The Wheels. The Airplane. And he pulls it out. I watched him the other day. There were books on top. And he couldn't pull it out. He was going, ah. Uh, and he pushed the books out. He was determined to get this. And he pulled it up said, gamma, camera, plane, plane. And that's his way of having fun. YouTube channel. No, I don't want to watch steam trains for 15 minutes. And they do. Choo, 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 grandma. And YouTube channel. And that's all it is. Just steam trains. There goes one. There goes two. But they are having fun. So yes, I'm going to watch Baby Bum again and again and again. Why? Because I'm grandma. And that is having fun. They are living large. And they are loving it. And I I want to be intentional. Because when they know I can have fun, they will listen. And they will respond to when I need to speak to them. And that's when the intentional grandparent is instructive. Sometimes we need to be instructive. (laughs) Studies show that as many as 9 out of 10 adult grandchildren feel that their grandparents influenced their beliefs and values. How many here would say that your grandparent had a, or has, or has had a positive impact in your life now, even as, as an adult? Yeah? So there you go. <laughs> I guess that one is true. Um, it is much easier for your grandchildren to play by my set of rules. They're more responsive. Um you know, I know some, one thing we're, um, I'm a conscientious about with, with my grandkids is when they respond to me, it's, yes, Gamma, instead of what. And that that is probably my own. My own I even do it in my classroom with my little preschoolers. It's a yes, because I just feel that <laughs> there's less of an attitude that can come with a what, because what, what, it's yes, Gamma. Or may I be excused, please? And it's from the table when you're all done. And um, Eldon has got really has gotten well with that. Just teaching him how to, you know, just be polite and courteous. Even here at the hub, um, I think it's you know funny, humorous because we'll be eating. He'll sit on the floor, and then before I mean we're sitting on the floor, and before he moves, and he might just have a snack. May I be excused, Gamma? I said, sure. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> But being able to instruct your grandkids and being a part of that. And because mom and dad, their hands are full sometimes. They're trying, they're doing their best to manage one child, to manage two children, to work, to get laundry done, to get household things done. They're, they're doing their best. But grandparents, you can bridge that gap, you can fill in those those pace, places and be intentional with being able to raise and bring up young men, young women who are respectful, who are courteous. That is kind of something we've lost <laughs> in generations. Who are hard workers. Woo! Let me tell you. I in My facility, we've got some young students, teenagers, maybe young graduate graduating um, individuals work ethic is kind of like not there it's like what happened there <laughs> so you have the opportunity to impact to influence your grandkids and, and be able to just help them to be who they are God intended them to be uh, Psalm 145 verse 4 it says, "Generation after generation stands in awe of your work. Each one tells of your mighty acts. You, know, some of my verses, they don't really go with my point, but I said, these are so good. I want, to, I want to tell it to them anyway, so take it, take it, grandparents, because it doesn't matter if you're old. <laughs> Grandparents don't have to be old. I'm I'm learning that, uh, gray hair not gray hair. Generation after generation, your words are truth, S- and you have the ability like no other, Grandma Grandpa, to speak prophetically over your kids. I know when I'm working, uh, it's more I I spent more time with Elden obviously because he's older and he did live in this on our property, to be able to when we need to stop and correct him. And I just said, you know what? But you are kind. You are nice. You are loving. I began to just speak those words of prophetic into his life, but know that he who he is and that God has a plan for his life. I know for a time there I don't I haven't heard him very much lately. Being afraid of the dark. For some reason, being a, going from even just stepping outside in the dark, he was like, mm-mm. And he's just loved outdoors, loved going, just something and i can remember just saying you know eldon jesus is with you when you go out there he's with you don't worry about the dark it's going to be okay because jesus is with you so grandma and grandpa speak that and give them that that nugget give them that truth that they could know that hey jesus is with me because grandma said jesus is with me so here we go no questions asked because you have the power okay and also the last thing um point that that about grandparents they intentionally disciple and that kind of goes with the instruct if you don't have if your grandkids don't come to church grandma grandpa I'm going to encourage you bring them to church you know get them in front of something you know if if you if you're going to teach them uh tell them a bible story make sure that what you have around your house speaks about Jesus pull out your bible get a uh Bible story and begin to teach them. Find whatever you can to instill Bible, biblical truths into their lives whenever it is possible. Pray with them at meals. I lo- uh, we had the boys; they were eating dinner on Friday, and Ben right put his hands together. Pray, pray. It's like go ahead you pray. And yes, it's not always easy. And yes, you might have to wait. And it's not always perfect, but that's okay. Give them the time. Let them grow in that. Let them be comfortable in that. Whenever they get a chance to pray. I know with our with our kids, we always, um, I don't even know if they will remember it, but when one of us was sick, we'd say, okay, let's go. We're going to go pray for Steve, or we're going to go pray for uh, Valerie, and we would go, okay, let's lay, lay hands on them, and we're going to pray. You can do that with your grandkids, and just instill practices, and know that you are, the again, the biggest influence in their life, and they will listen to you, and they will embrace it, and they will just... Just take it all in because you are grandma and grandpa. That's it. Uh, Psalm, seven, uh, see, Psalm 145, 4. Generation after generation stands in awe of your work. Each one tells stories of your mighty acts. So that is why we need to be intentional. Again, it doesn't matter if you're grandma, grandpa if you're a neighbor, if you're mom and dad, you have a story to tell. And no one is going to deliver that like you can. No one is going to be able to tell your story so that it is new and fresh every morning. So be intentional, grandma and grandpa. Know that those little guys are not going to be little for long. Oh, here we go. <laughs> and you have the opportunity right now to just speak life to them to speak hope to them they are not too young these are the years it is the first five years are the most important years of a person's life because they take in their like sponges and things these are I mean not that you know after five years you know It's not important, but the first five years, because their brain is developing, they are growing, they are learning, they will take what you have to offer. I I know, you know, we, um, interviews that I've listened to of uh, uh, singers and actors and uh, people who are in, you know, have uh, famous, you find a lot of those and they talk back, they can say, yeah, I remember my grandma used to take me to church or my grandpa used to take me to church. They have those upgrades that they do not forget. When they need somebody, when they need to know a Savior, when they need to know where their hope is, you can deposit it in their life. So be intentional wherever and whomever you are around. And as uh, we close here, I have one more verse to give to you. It's in Psalm 71, 18. And I'm going to have you stand with me. It says 71:18. it says, "Now that I am old and gray, do not abandon me. O oh God, let me proclaim your power to this new generation. Your mighty miracles to all who come after me. You have a message to tell. And especially Grandma and grandpa, your time is not over don't check out don't put your hands up and say hey they're not my responsibility yes they are they will listen to you at times before they will even listen to mom and dad I had someone um a friend a church uh, that tends here because I had kind of said oh you know I'm gonna enjoy it now because when they're teenagers they're gonna kind of say oh you know grandma she's not as magical as she used to be <laughs> and she says you know what Rowena I don't know about that because my 18 year old son I can talk to him and it's just like it's just rub and he's not listening and I said mom go talk to him <laughs> and she, mom steps in grandma and she can have that same conversation and she goes I don't know what it is she does we say the same thing it's the same message but he listens to her so when I need to get something done, I go to my mom. Mom talked to him. So grandma and grandpa, you are an influencer. You are an influencer in a generation that needs you. Generation that needs to know about a loving God. That needs to know about a God who is active. A God, a God who designed your grandchild for a specific purpose. For his kingdom. Nothing else. For his Kingdom purposes. So no matter if they're in the in the workforce, if they are a minister, if they are you know teacher, nurse, doctor, wherever your ch- your grandkids find themselves in their future. it is for kingdom purposes. Don't lose sight of that. Find every opportunity to be present, to be intentionally fun. To be intentionally instructive and to be intentionally discipling your grandbabies. So, even if you're not a grandparent, be intentional about the influence of who you're influencing around you because someone is following you, someone is watching you, and they're wanting for you to make a deposit in their life. So, think about that, take that, and let's ask God to help us to be intentional as we walk through this life together, amen? Amen, God, we thank you. We thank you that we have a word. God, we have a word that you command us to speak to the generations that follow. It doesn't matter if we're old, if we're gray. God, we have more experience, that's all. But the word is the same, that you came, that you died, and that you rose again for us that we may have a new life this world does not dictate does not determine the outcome of my life it is you and though each of us walk differently god your purposes are about your kingdom God, let us all be intentional, whether we're grandparents, whether we're teachers, whether we're mom and dad, we're in the medical field, whether we're we're teenagers, we're students. God, whoever we are, someone is following. Someone is following. Let us mark our steps. Take our steps wisely and intentional. God to speak of your glories anew every morning. Stir that within us. It will not grow old, but new every morning. We just thank you for your word today, and we thank you for the challenge of being intentional in our life for the generations to come. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening. To find out more about our pastors, leaders, and what we do at C3 Church, visit our website at c3swwa.com.